My name is Crystal Asbury Burnett. I am a health and wellness coach, a certified personal trainer, and the co-owner of Infinite 30 Green Country in Owasso, Oklahoma. And I'm pleased you've joined us for this episode of the Infinite Possibilities podcast. In each episode, we provide you with inspiration, insights, and ideas that can help you personally unleash all of the infinite possibilities in your life. In this episode, we will be speaking with Andy Wood. Andy is a life and casualty insurance agent and also has experienced the Infinite 30 program. His wife did the program, and in the conversation, we talk about her experience, but there's also a hidden gem in his story. I hope that you will listen to see what that is. I also was very surprised at how health is related to life insurance. I knew that health insurance, they looked at those things to see where your health was, but I really wasn't aware of how an impact of your health is in the application of even a life insurance policy. So we will listen to his conversation and see if you can hear what I understood to be a very interesting surprise to the lifestyle change that his wife made. Also in this episode, we're going to talk about have you ever felt stuck? Just can't get things done, either procrastinating with your weight or health issues or work or family, every aspect of your life. So I will be addressing how to be stuck, how to be unstuck, and some things that I can guide you with that. As well, in this episode, we will be speaking to you about consistency. It's our wellness word for this podcast. So please stay tuned as we listen to Andy share his story about his experience with Infinite 30 and also how his health and his family's health choices have affected his life. As you go through this, just talk to me about, I mean, life insurance is kind of a little different avenue than property and casualty. Yeah. So when you're sitting down with people and you're talking to them about life insurance, kind of what's your perspective on health and that connection to what life insurance is for someone? Really, you can attack this. You can look at this from a couple of different perspectives. Number one, the healthier you are, the less expensive life insurance is going to be. Everybody's always concerned about price. That's important to me as well, too. Um, but the healthier you are, the better your price is going to be. Um, but then also too, we walk, I also walk through, walk down the road with people as far as why do you need the life insurance? The reasons behind it, you know, I am not a financial advisor, um, but kind of the, the building blocks of a sound financial um, safety net, a, found, a, a sound financial, you know, program, really life insurance is a foundational piece to that. Um, and then in time, um, it can, it can go away where, you know, over the years, um, you know, maybe 20, 30 years down the road with the right planning, the need for life insurance at some point, um, may, may go away because it really is a safety net. Um, so really when I look at your health and how that relates to life insurance is number one, it's going to be less expensive. And number two, um, as you are healthy and you move through stages of your life, you know, you can change life insurance products from one to another as you age, um, because one type of life insurance isn't necessarily always going to be the best one for you. And you want to have that flexibility. So again, too, you know, if you're, if we think about people in their 20s, right, you're young, you're healthy, all that kind of stuff. Life insurance is inexpensive. As you age into your 30s and your 40s, maybe into your 50s, 
you know, maybe some life has set in, maybe some things have happened, maybe some health things. But if you can make uh, wise decisions, healthy choices and stay healthy, then when it comes time to, to maybe transition into another type of life insurance, there again, it's going to be less expensive. But then also, too, you're going to have the opportunity to choose a wide variety of products versus, you know, um, if you're unhealthy, if you're, um, let's just say your build isn't where you want it to be, then you may be restricted as to what type of life insurance products you can be. So it's really about keeping the cost down, keeping your options flexible. Um, and then when you get to a certain point, maybe the need for life insurance goes away because maybe you don't need that safety net because you've invested wisely and you've had some other things going um, and you don't really need it. Okay. So I know that we spoke earlier about your, your relationship with Infinite 30. So kind of explain to us, you know, what, what your exposure is and how you went through or, you know, your, your relationship with the Infinite 30 program. Yeah. Uh, so I think the world of Infinite 30, because it has rubbed off on my family in major, major ways. Um, so my wife um, went through the program. Um, so I was introduced to the program before she was. Um, I just saw how the program, the first thing that popped into my head when I saw the program was changing lives. This changes lives. It was very evident. It was very obvious. It, it took all of 10 minutes of somebody sharing the program with me. And I was like, this is it. Um, I'm a runner. I'm really big into fitness. So, um, in my mind, I don't really have any kind of weight to lose. Um, but as I introduced my wife to it, um, she it, by no means really needed to lose any weight at all. Um, I was kind of questioning it at first, um, but she made it, um, she under, she related it to me that, you know, she just had a few pounds that she wanted to lose. So that way later on in life, but we're in our mid forties so that later on in life, um, you know, she doesn't have a few pounds that are then going to be hard to get rid of. So she wanted to be proactive from that perspective. Um, and so as a result of her going through the program, she is a very diligent person when it comes to uh, documenting and staying on plan and things like that, which the program's not hard to follow. It's, it's very easy to follow, but with anything, you've got to be, um, you know, you have to follow it and be, be, be diligent about it. So, so as she went through the program and she lost the weight that came right off and then stayed right off, you know what? And that's been, I, I think it's been probably three years or so. Um, and we eat that way as a family because, you know, of course, while she was doing the program, a lot of times she was fixing one meal for her and then one meal for myself and my son. But then my son has, he's 16. He's really gotten into fitness lately too. And so we just adopted this, you know what, you just cook the meal and we'll all eat it. And we share that with people all the time that, you know, when you're doing this program, you're not going to go over in the corner and have to eat some prepackaged something. We really are using real food. And, and I think the education is, believe it or not, Andy, we have people who do this program who don't have a significant amount of weight to lose. They just want to mm -hmm. adopt a, a healthier lifestyle. And the other thing that we find is a lot of people, their health may be uh, not where they want to be. They might be dealing with things like, you know, it's something as simple as headaches or things that aren't necessarily, they're related to what we're eating, but people just don't understand that what we feed our body can cause other things than just weight gain. And that's what, you know, I always tell people, but I love the fact that it's been adopted by your entire family and that you guys are kind of living and breathing it every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And the thought that I now have a 16 year old, that that's his normal and he's really embraced it and he loves it. And you know what, that, 
to me as a parent that sets him on that trajectory, uh, you can't put a price tag on that. You really no, can't. You can't. You, you, you've given him a gift that he sees that food is fuel, mm-hmm. you know, rather than, you know, because if we are inundated, I tell people all the time, you, it doesn't matter. It, it's just everywhere around us. It's junk food and fast food and, you know, the kids at the convenience stores and they're popping in at 16. They can pretty much, they have access yeah. to whatever they want because they're mobile. You know, it's like when they're little, you're like, no, you can't have that. And then when they're on their own and out and about in the car, yeah. it's like, yeah, you can stop at whatever and grab whatever. And, you know, we don't know whether you had that or not for sure. Right. Yeah. So it's, it is important. I love what you shared about how being a provider of health insurance, that health is really related to that. And I kind of had forgot about the fact that there are a lot of variables when they're qualifying you for an insurance policy that are based on your health which is pretty amazing when people think, okay, you know, we see it a lot in, uh, for example, you know, insurance like general health insurance, like people get pinged if their BMI is above a certain percentage or they smoke or things like that. But I totally hadn't forgot about the relativity to health and health insurance and life insurance, to be, to be honest, and totally had forgotten about that factor because you know, we take out life insurance, you know, 10 years ago, we don't really think about, oh, how healthy are we? But mm-hmm. as we get older, we're, it's a bigger concern. And and it's also in the reverse, too, if you think about it. A lot of people don't think about this. Um, but so if you have some weight to lose and you lose the weight, say you applied for life insurance a few years ago and it was just too, it was just, it wasn't affordable because of the BMI and the build and things like that, the way they had you rated, you know what? If you lose um, a significant amount of weight, then that can actually bring that back down. Like you're not going to be held to that. I mean, it stands to reason that they're going to just, they're going to underwrite you for that one snapshot in time. But that's something I've had conversations with people like that, where they come through the door and they're like, Andy, I just, I'd love to get it, but I just can't afford it. But I really need it for my family. And I said, look, here's the thing. You know, if you go out, if you, if you do lose some weight, come back to me in a year. You know, it's the same thing with people smoking. You know, you have to give it a little bit of time, but you can come back and then you can qualify for a lower amount. Um, and also, too, if you have a policy already in place, then that doesn't mean that in a couple of years, if you get on this healthy eating plan and lose the weight, that you can then replace that, you know, that policy with something that's even better. So there are a lot of options when it comes to that. Yeah, that's pretty amazing because you, you, you really are in a way, you're, you're kind of guiding them to say, if you can do these things, then we can get you a product or a life mm-hmm. insurance that is more affordable for you because, you know, you have lost the weight or you have adopted, or like you say, just something as simple as quitting, quitting smoking or losing some weight, which really does help people a lot. Mm-hmm. So those are things that are really important. So you've shared with it, it has made an impact on your, you know, on your personal life. Do you see it? The, you're basically do you think about this do you think about when you people walk in and they see you as a healthy person do you think that makes an impact on your uh, clientele or someone that's talking to you about life insurance or in, insurance in general well um i think it does um because i i share lots of stories um you know again going back to with me it's all about just building the relationship and then letting letting the the story and the path just unfold in front of us um, so for me, I share a lot of stories, you know, being in my mid forties, um, I've seen a handful of things. I've been around a handful of things and I can share with people, whether they're older than I am or younger than I am, you know, some examples, um, from my life personally, or, you know, also just from people that I've been around, 
um, you know, in general terms, because my goal is to hopefully just encourage them. Um, you know, I come from a, I come from a background now that I've been in insurance is looking at it as sound advice and a safety net, you know? Um, so we always go through, what do you need it for? Why are you getting it? And, you know, what's the point? So, so for me, um, it's very personal because if I'm talking with somebody, um, and they just, you know, they're not hopeless, um, by any stretch, but they're just like, gosh, and they get a little bit down. I'm like, look, you know what, this is what's happened in my life. You know, I can, again, share the story about my wife and, and, and losing the weight, um, and getting healthy. You know, I, I think it's really about being, being relatable, um, and being trustworthy. Um, but also too, with me, it's just sharing those stories, those personal stories about, about things, just examples um, and encouraging people, because again, when it comes to the insurance, there's a lot of people say, I want it, but I just can't afford it. That's yeah. okay. We'll just figure out a way to make it more affordable. And this is the way, and I'm a living, breathing testament, you know? As we continue this podcast, I would like to ask you the question, have you ever felt stuck? Well, recently I had a friend ask me that question. And at the time I thought, I'm gonna have to think about that. After thinking about it some time, I did find an area of my life where I was stuck. We can all get stuck in different areas of our life. We can get stuck in health and wellness. We can get stuck in our career, our work, our business. We can get stuck in relationships and how we love those around us. We can get stuck, unbelievably, in fun and happiness. So what I want to address is what I found through that process of understanding where I was stuck and how to get unstuck. So think about a gas tank. So where are you? Are you in an empty tank where you're just totally depleted? Just there's nothing there. Are you in a quarter of a tank where you feel like you're okay, but are you really where you want to be? Think about a half tank. You got energy, but is it as full as it should be in that area of your life? Three quarters of a tank, it's getting better. You see things are progressing. Or are you one of those full tank people? We all know them. We all have friends that are like that. It doesn't matter what's going on in their life. They've got a smile on their face and they see the positives. So I want you to really think about that. Where are you from an empty tank to a full tank. As going through this process, the area that I saw in my life was in the health and wellness. And as you may know, I am a trainer, I am a nutritionist, I lifestyle coach, but I had a gap and I had to figure out how to fill it. So just quickly, my story was, I have an injury and my excuse was the injury. Oh, I can't do that because of this injury. And I wasn't not exercising, but I was definitely not exercising where I had been. My nutrition was okay. It was on task, but the exercise wasn't. I was kind of at a quarter of a tank. So I made a kind of really sat down with my, had a self-talk with myself and said, where do I want it to be? Well, I'm a time person. I'm a goal person. So I thought to myself, what can I do to get myself refocused? Well, number one, I had to get rid of the excuses because I had them. I'm injured. 
I'm going to have to have surgery. I shouldn't do this. Okay. Those were all excuses. Some of them were truths, but they were excuses. So my birthday's coming up a couple months, July 15th. I thought, okay, I have 90 days to my birthday. In the next 90 days, I'm going to do this. And I made myself an exercise agenda. Nothing major, but an increase because I need to go from that quarter tank to a full tank. I'm in my 60s and exercise is important as well as nutrition. Now I will tell you, and I tell people this all the time, it's 80% nutrition, 20% exercise. Always will be, no questions. If you don't eat right, sometimes you can out exercise a bad diet, but not for long. Eventually it will catch up with you. So I want you to examine your life. Where are you in those areas of your life? Is it in health and wellness? Is it in your relationships? Is it in your work? Is it in fun and happiness? Because believe it or not, that was my second one. Am I having the fun and happiness in my life that I want? And I can say that I'm not where I want to be, but the exercise was the big one. So I think we could all look at those areas of our lives and say, where are we stuck? Analyze it, really sit down and think about it. I took the first one. I had some other areas but I had to really look back and figure out what can I do to get unstuck? All the power of becoming unstuck is in my hands. So take some time, reflect on that yourself and figure out what you can do even in just the next 90 days. All right, so I want to welcome Andy back. We're going to kind of step into a little different avenue right now. We want to talk about what we're seeing today in society, some of the big hurdles that we see, some of the, the obstacles that we see that can kind of steer us away from adopting a healthy lifestyle, which we now have made the correlation that does affect even someone that's trying to buy life insurance. So what are your thoughts, Andy? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So um, as I was thinking about that, you know, it, it was very obvious to me um, that, you know, the way I grew up versus the way the environment that we're in now, as far as social media is concerned, um, that really is just it's a big benefit and a big drag on environment, um, depending on how you look at it. You know, having a 16 year old um, who's not really all that wrapped up in social social media, uh, which is fantastic. Um, but, I, but I'm just very kind of keenly tuned in. Um, because I want to keep my finger on the pulse there of what's going on. Um, so for me, it's, you know, that social peer pressure, um, both good and bad, because here's the thing, you know, with social media, you can see people and we certainly know that what people share on social media is maybe not reality. Um, but yet we still feel like, man, we can attain that. We should be there. There are these expectations that we put on ourselves. Um, but also too, um, you know, it can be beneficial um, because we can, if we do get tuned into the right people, um, that we can really get plugged in with people that are real living, breathing examples, role models, if you will, that we can follow. Um, and, and so something that kind of came out of that for me was what I think is very important. Um, well, well, back to the, the hurdles, the social media is one, the availability of all the wrong things to eat is number two, because like you alluded to before, there's fast food on every corner, um, especially where we live. It's all over the place. 
Um, it's cheaper than healthy food most of the times, which is very tough because, you know, people live in paycheck to paycheck and, you know, I'm squarely in that, squarely in that, in that boat, you know, we have to make some decisions and sometimes the healthier stuff is more expensive and you just opt for the less healthy thing. So, so that, that's a couple of things. Um, the other thing that kind of, that kind of stuck out to me too, is that, you know, local role models are very important. You know, we used to know our neighbors. Now it's difficult, if not, not, it's not impossible, but we really don't know our neighbors all that well. Um, I think because of the smartphone, because of the social media, we feel like we can be plugged in um, socially, but not locally to other people. Um, you know, so for me, when I was thinking through this, I was like, you know what, what's been very beneficial to me is have some local role models that live a healthy lifestyle. Um, and then that then brought me back to my own family and the fact that we're living this way so that we're models for my son and he gets to see this right in front of him every day, day in, day out. I, I understand that and, and totally get that there are families where it's hard to break that cycle for various reasons. But if you can, it's a wonderful thing. And I feel like we've done that in our family. Um, but even but even for those that, that don't live in that, don't live in an environment where they see that, maybe they can see that somewhere else locally. Again, maybe they identify that from social media, somebody in their school, somebody in their church or wherever else. It's living a lifestyle that they can then go and talk to and speak with and kind of buddy up with them. So as, as we are talking about this, what would you say that is the biggest impact that Infinite 30 had on your life? What do you think is the biggest impact that you saw? I mean, I know you've ch changed a healthy lifestyle, but what do you think it is? The biggest impact is it has shown um, not only myself, but my wife and then subsequently my son that it's not that hard to eat really healthy and all the benefits that come from that. Because what I've seen is a little bit of effort on the front end. Um, and then you, you know, I'm not going to say you don't have to worry about it, but you kind of don't have to worry about it on the back end. You know, if you do a little bit of planning on the front end and that subsequently allows you to cook a healthy meal in your home, um, then all the rest of it really essentially takes care of itself. Um, you know, you're going to get into a good, you're going to, once you get into that routine, then you're going to want to stay in that routine and then it's going to feel foreign to go outside of that routine. Um, so for me, that's the number one thing is it kind of reset our family from a meal perspective. And then a lot of other ancillary benefits have come out of that. Again, my son now seeing it. Um, firsthand up close and personal and getting used to it, that now being normal, um, me being just overall healthy as a result. Um, you know, my wife, you know, lost a few pounds, they're off and she's just continuing to get healthy and healthy. And, and another thing too, is, you know, what that does is that's almost like the, um, like the make your bed in the morning thing, because now once you've started that, then that's a win. And now that encourages you to do the next right thing, whatever that may be, you know, I'm a runner. So my son, the last couple of mornings on spring break, he's up at 4.30 in the morning running with me. I mean, okay, what 16-year-old does that on spring break? Not me. Not me, you know, and, 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 and now she and him, you know, do a lot of walking in the evenings. So not only are they walking and they're getting healthy, but then that's quality time when you spend 45 minutes with a 16-year-old walking around the neighborhood talking maybe, maybe not talking, but just hanging out. Those right. are just a couple of things that have come out of, a, you know, as a result really of just going down this healthy lifestyle path. And right. there's going to be way more that comes out of that as we get you know, older and, and, and move into different phases of life. 
Well, I hope as you've been listening to this conversation, you've been find out the gym that you heard about in Andy's story. I'm going to give you a little insight. The gym that I heard in his conversation was the impact that it had made on his son. His teenage son was seeing a role model that his parents were doing, that they were attempting health from a different perspective. It's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. They've chosen to eat differently for the rest of their lives. Their whole family is impacted on it. What an example we can be for our children. Are we the example we wanna be? One of the greatest areas of growth in obesity, unfortunately, is in our youth. We're seeing children at a very young age dealing with obesity. When I was a child, many, many moons ago, there wasn't such a situation. Unfortunately, a lot of it is situational and environmental. And what I mean by that is just from my office to my home, I pass 15 fast food restaurants. And I can tell you that anytime I drive by them, they're full. There's people in line, there's parking lots are full, and that's what we're feeding ourselves. So I hope as you think about the possibilities in your life, as you look at yourself as an example, what are we doing? What can we change? It even goes back to being stuck or unstuck. We all have the power within us to make changes. Are changes easy? Sometimes yes, and sometimes no. But sometimes change can be uncomfortable, but just for a period of time. So today I wanna to focus on a wellness word. And the wellness word is consistency. We hear it all the time. What is consistency? What does it mean? How do we apply it to what areas of our lives? Well, I'm going to give you five tips. So if you have a piece of paper and a pencil, now's the time to take some notes. Number one, make a conscious decision to remain consistent. Now think about that. I want you to say out loud to yourself, I am committed to remaining consistent each day in my goal. I'm doing this. Just those words, two small sentences can change your life. But you have to repeat it over and over to yourself or you won't be consistent. Tip number two, revise your concept of time. The only time you have is right now. Later on, next week, next month, or next year is only a concept or a thought in your mind. Tomorrow is not here. Next week, month, or next year is not here. But right now is here. There is power in the present moment and you're anxious about things that are happening later, let go of that. Be disciplined in the day, in this day, right now. Be in the now. Tip number three, have a plan. Know your objective. The definition of a plan is a scheme, program, or method worked out beforehand for the accomplishment of an objective. The plan is in place so you don't have to do the thinking. We do that even with our Infinite 30 program. We lay out a plan, an eating plan for an objective. What is our objective? Tip number four. Remember the feelings and thoughts are temporary 
and subjective. Any negative feeling or any thought that can intrude on you being consistent is temporary. It's an illusion. In the moment feels very powerful, but in an hour, 10 minutes, or tomorrow, you'll feel very different. I want to share a brief story here. I had someone who was recently doing our Infinite 30 program, and she really wanted a cookie. And I told her, just go outside, take a brief walk, just walk away, and come back in, and you'll feel differently about that cookie. And that's exactly what she did. And she was amazed that that 10 minutes of walking away and coming back in, the drive was towards being healthy and not eating the cookie. The last tip, do one thing at a time, okay? Be in the present moment. I did a course on mindful skills training. And the one thing they taught us was do one thing mindfully, being fully and 100% present in that moment. Allow your mind and body to be present and engaged. And if you find yourself distracted, bring it back to the attention of that moment. For example, if you're in yoga, they tell us to focus on a position. Where is your hand? Where is your foot? Okay, but bring it back and be constructive. These five tips are very critical to being consistent. Okay, so I always tell people these five tips will help you. These five tips actually helped me with my unstuck that I spoke about earlier. Got to do something simple. I got to have a time frame. I got to push away the distractions. I got to be in the now. It's real easy to say next Monday, I'll start that whatever. So I want you to think about where are you in your consistency? So in closing today's podcast, number one, I want to tell you, thank you so much for taking some time to listen, but I want you to take one big takeaway from today. Number one, I want you to think about where are you in your life in this present moment? We talked about with Andy about his wife making a change in her eating plan affected their entire family. It's also helped him with having a different perspective on even his clients who come in and are looking for life insurance. I also want you to think about the being stuck or unstuck. Where are you in your life? Where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself in 90 days? Think about where you're at. And I will tell you that the wellness word for this month also ties into that. And that consistency does pay off. It does. It always will. So the big takeaway for us as we close this podcast is that no matter your age, your physical condition, your weight, or even your emotional state, You can improve your health and the quality of your life. You can get started on your wellness journey, take it one step at a time, and you will see results. Today's episode of the Infinite Possibilities podcast was edited and produced by Carson Rochelle, Bob Beattie, and our executive producer is Georgia Goffert. I'm Crystal Asbury Burnett. Thank you so much for joining me. You can reach me at infinite30greencountry.com or other facilities across the nation at infinite30.com. We'd love to hear from you and get your comments about our show, as well as any wellness and nutrition questions you might have. Make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever podcast platform you use. 
And if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review, pass it along to a friend. And until next time, I hope you experience a life with infinite possibilities.